0: And welcome once again, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought. If you are left, you just ain't right podcast. Yes, this is Doug Hagan. I wake up myself every day. It's amazing. And yes, I do run the Daily Gator blog, D-A-L-E-Y-G-A-T-O-R.net. Good content up there this morning. Got the Daily Top 5, got some babes uh just to offend the feminists and make the men happy which also makes men happy. So I'm making men happy twice and offending feminists. Wow, I'm doing okay for myself. But anyway, uh let's kick this off. Let's go to something kind of goofy. <laughs> I know this is going to shock you when I tell you who said something goofy. It's uh Joseph R Biden, our presidente. That's right. Uh, the adult president <clears throat> front page magazine caught this and Robert Spencer wrote this and he made a great point. He writes as Rick Moran noted on Tuesday, old Joe Biden just boasted again how, about how powerless patriots are against his all powerful and increasingly author authoritarian federal behemoth. Uh, Biden press, Practically thumped his chest and declared, "I love my right-wing friends who talk about." And here he mockingly imitated their dramatic tones. <clears throat> "The tree of liberty is water of the blood of the patriots. If you need to work work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15." Well, Joe, of course, botched the uh, botched the quote, but he did uh, he did get it out without uh, forgetting where he was. So that's good. Now, has any president in American history, Spencer asks, so delighting in taunting his citizens? And has anyone noticed how Biden in a single mangled quip just destroyed two years of the less painstaking work in constructing the January 6th insurrection narrative? Remember, he said it, you you don't you don't take over the government, uh, fight fighter government with AR-15s, you need F-15s. You need fighter jets. All right, Joe, Spencer writes, point taken, but wait a minute. On January 6th, 2022, Biden stood in the Eisenhower Executive Office building and said solemnly, one year ago today, in this sacred place, democracy was attacked. Again, we still do not have a democracy, my friends. Uh, But Joe continued, simply attacked. The will of the people was under assault. The Constitution, our Constitution, faced the the gravest of threats. Now, the first statement that Joe botched, but you know what he's trying to say. And the second statement, they don't mesh, do they? Do they at all? Now, on January 6th of this year, uh, he said it again two years ago, January 6th, our democracy was attacked. There's no other way of saying it. The U.S. Capitol was breached. Uh, which had never happened before in the history of the United States of America, even during the Civil War. Properly called the War Between the States, Joe, but I'll let that one slide. A violent mob of insurrectionists, assaulted law enforcement, vandalized sacred halls, hunted down elected officials, all for the purpose of an attempted, uh, an attempt rather, to overthrow the will of the people and usurp the peaceful transfer of power. So the, the Republic, which is what we actually are, Joe, was in great peril from a bunch of yahoos a bunch of idiots that's what he's telling you but again remember what he said about you need F-15s to take the government down are these people a great threat or are they a laughable group of idiots Joe and a lot of the January 6th insurrectionists of course weren't really insurrectionists a lot of pro-Trump people are saying what are you doing They didn't like what they were seeing. The narrative was created to make Trump and his people who who supported Trump look like a bunch of nuts. And Joe continues to, to pave that highway of misinformation and disinformation. But think about that. He undercut their own narrative. Their narratives can't even agree with each other anymore. That's how close to coming completely unhinged the left is. As we, Spencer writes, as we have come to expect from Joe Biden, none of this was true. Not even the bit about how the Capitol had never before been breached in American history. I guess Joe never heard about the War of eighteen twelve, because back in eighteen fourteen, during the War of eighteen twelve, just uh, before Old Joe, <laughs> just before Old Joe entered the Senate, the British burned the Capitol building. Then, in two thousand seven, Biden told David Letterman that he himself. Joe Biden claimed to have breached uh, the Capitol accidentally at age 21, which, by the way, was 1963. And yes, that's going on 60 years ago, folks. Biden claimed fancifully that he wandered into the Senate chamber. In those days, no guard stopped you everywhere. And they just got out of session. I walked in the back. All of a sudden, I found myself in the chamber. I was stunned. I walked up, sat down in the presiding officer's seat, uh guy grabbed my sh- by my shoulder and said, you're under arrest. Now, Joe is a well-established serial liar, so this story is best taken with a massive amount of sodium and serves as a reminder that the alleged president can be no means taken at his word, especially when it comes to comments on gun control and how violent uh, the Republican Party has become and what a threat January 6th was. It's been hyped up, it's been overblown January 6th, and the left has used it as a cudgel against Trump. Any president that would dare emulate Trump, and again, it's their way to intimidate. The left is a thug. If you want political thugs, you can find some on the right, you'll find a whole hell of a lot more on the left. Uh, Just to say, now let's move on here. Uh, let's go quickly to CBS News in Colorado. Uh, Arapahoe County Sheriff's Office says it has an open and active investigation. What do you think the investigation's into in Arapahoe County, which is very near uh, Denver? Beautiful country. I used to go there every year, Rocky Mountain National Park, which is in well, near Estes Park, Grand Lake, it's an incredibly beautiful place, favorite place on Earth. But the Arapahoe County Sheriff's Office is investigating how rat poison, yes, rat poison, ended up in a to-go order, a to-go food order of a man who bought burritos Sunday from a Taco Bell restaurant in a Denver suburb of Aurora. Uh, that's from CBS Colorado's Brian Moss reports. Now, I know what you're thinking. You've been to Taco Bell, and you know that there's probably rat meat in there. I mean, come on. Taco Bell, it might be the worst fast food place you can eat. Uh, even though Chipotle's had a lot more of uh, food food uh, illness outbreaks. And yet, people still love Chipotle. I won't go there. As many times as they've had food poison outbreaks... At uh, Chipotle, uh-uh. I ain't going. All right. Besides, I'm allergic to guacamole anyway. So as bad as Taco Bell's food was, you probably had to figure there's rats in there. But if the rats eat the rat poison first, then Taco Bell slaughter the rats and put them in there. I think the World Economic Forum is going to be telling us to eat rats soon, by the way. Klaus Schwab, I'm sure, will come out with John Kerry and Al Gore and tell us we must eat rats to save the planet. Uh, And all three of those people and everyone else involved with the WEF World Economic Forum, you can kiss my free and liberty-loving American ass. Uh, Right now, we're looking at, at this as if the rat poison was actually put into the food at the restaurant. So in other words, this isn't some case where they had rat problem, they put out rat poison, and somehow rat poison worked its way to some food. The man obviously got very sick from eating the burritos. And I mean, again, you expect to get sick from eating burritos at Taco Bell, and you expect to spend some time getting to know the closest toilet near you in a very intimate fashion, but but uh, apparently they're thinking that someone deliberately put rat poison in someone's food. That would be... Uh, that could be up to attempted murder. So whoever did that, if that's what happened, mucho big trouble for you. Uh, Sheriff's Deputy John Bartman told the station, adding that the case is categorized as criminal attempted homicide. So if you're in Aurora County... Arapahoe County, excuse me, in Aurora, Colorado. Don't go to any Taco Bells. That's just my best uh, travel tip of the day, my friends. Just, just leave it alone. Now this other quick story to get to, one that is truly disgusting. A man with disabilities has been shot and critically wounded while waiting for a bus in sh- Chicago. Uh, another armpit, an armpit city where crime runs wild and politicians don't care. Uh, he was waiting for a bus to school Wednesday morning with his brother and father. And he was uh, apparently what happened was uh, Philip Riga, who was the man's father and his sons were at the bus stop in front of their home. Three people approached and started yelling gang slogans. According to the Chicago sun times, he was about to call 911s when shots rang out nearly 40 rounds by police count. So these are gangbangers, thugs, street trash, uh, need to be thrown into an incinerator, quite frankly. His older son, 21 year old Jesus, was hit three times, once in the head. The father and his other son, who was 15, were not hurt. i say again like gangbangers 40 shots and you get three, three hit the target. These are some really, really inept little thug bastards. Uh, luckily for this family, and hopefully this uh, young man will will uh, will get better. Uh, Jesus was taken to the hospital in critical condition. He underwent surgery. Um, and he's a special needs man. And uh, that really, you know, it just sickens you even more because it's a special needs person. It's like, why would you do that? I be, but I don't, I don't understand the mind of gangbangers. As far as I'm concerned, if the city of Chicago busted gangbangers, gave them a quick trial and lined them up against a damn wall and blew all their heads off, Chicago would be a lot better place pretty quickly. But instead, the forces that be in Chicago love to, to love to release them so they can kill other people. Early release, it's, uh, you know, bail fairness, bail justice. They don't want to be racist or anything. So, again, innocent people have to suffer because gangbangers are, I guess, a preferred identity. Why not call them identity? Identify as a gangbanger. Maybe you identify as a transgender gangbanger. I don't know. What the hell? I mean, once standards are thrown out, what happens? More standards are thrown out. Pretty soon there are no standards. And Chicago's let's face it, there are no standard destination now. Uh, Because they shouted out gang slogans, we believe that's an effort to identify if the victims in this case were in fact gang members themselves, which they were not. So apparently gangbangers attack other gangbangers, and you don't even have to be another gangbanger for a gangbanger to attack you. Another reason to line gangbangers up against a wall, and please, 9 millimeter bullets, they're not that expensive. Nice, efficient, uh, well-functioning 9 millimeter pistols, get rid of the gangbangers. And I know I'll be called all kind of names. But you know what? If you disagree with what I say, that's your right. But screw you. Okay? Because I care more about innocent people than I do gangbanging trash. And if you got a problem with that, then you have the problem with mental deficiency. Now, the main story of the day I want to yak about uh, I talked yesterday about a, a defenseman for the Philadelphia Flyers, Provorov, who basically said, I'm not wearing the, uh, uh, it's Pride Month in the National Hockey League, and uh, they have, I guess, warm-up jerseys for the players to wear, and they come out in their rainbow-colored or decorated jerseys, and they skate around. Uh, this guy didn't wear one. He said he's he's a religious person. His faith, he's going to exercise his faith and not wear the jerseys. His coach, John Tortorello of the Philadelphia Flyers, said, hey, he's a good guy. He says what he believes, believes what he says, stands for what he believes. I respect that. And good for him, basically. I support what he did. And the National Hockey League has released a statement that you should hear um about this and basically they said their players uh, have a right to make their own decision what causes they want to support and what they don't want to support so the national hockey league at least was good enough to say yeah uh they can do that good we need the league well we i prefer the league not even get involved in anything just play hockey uh, but if they're going to, they better damn well make sure their, their employees, which are the players in part, most important part, they need to be respected if they don't want to take part in a rainbow-themed jersey or this or that or anything else. Good, uh, Ivan Provorov Parov- uh, of the Flyers, a defenseman. Uh, he doesn't deserve to be hassled over this. And what do I mean by hassled? I mean, here we go. Uh, Mediaite has this story. Uh, National Hockey League Network analyst, NHL Network. Uh, Russian player, Provorov he's talking about, who did not wear a pride jersey, should, quote, get on a plane to Ukraine and fight in the war. Uh, so this knuckle-dragging idiot, uh, NHL Network's EJ Herdick, I think i am saying your name right, H. R-A-D-E-K, uh, heretic perhaps it is, it says Russian Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov, who didn't wear a pride jersey during the team's pride night, should, quote, get on a plane and, quote, get involved in Russia's war on Ukraine. So this purveyor of justice, I'm sure he will tell you he's about justice. He's for the righteous. He thinks if you express an opinion that he doesn't like, you should be made to leave the country you're living, leave the job you have, the sport you're playing, and you should have to go fight in a war that has nothing to do with you. Uh, Have I mentioned lately that the left is is basically a fanatical cabal now? I mean, they've gone... Well, I guess if I say this, I'll be racist, but what the hell? You can't say anything anymore without being accused by the left of being something, some kind of is, or a- exercising some kind of ism. You're apeshit crazy, frankly. And that's you, E.J. Hurdick. I'm not even going to say your last name, just call you E.J. Uh, on Tuesday night, Provorov missed the Flyers' pregame warm-up after players on the team wore pride jerseys with rainbow colors Throughout their numbers, after the game, Provost was asked why. He said, I respect everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to say uh, stay true to myself and to my religion. That's all I'm going to say. Now, compare that, that comment, that remark, that explanation, if you will, to uh, Mr. EJ. You should have to get on a plane and go fight in Ukraine's war with Russia. Do you have a decide he has to fight on, EJ? What else are you going to tell people what to do? How about fat and stupid NHL analysts don't stick to hockey and analyzing hockey and actually shut their mouths and do their job, but if they don't want to, how about if they say something that offends me, maybe they should have to get their ass on a plane and go fight for either Ukraine or Russia. How about that? You either believe in liberty, EJ, or you don't. You either believe in human liberty and humans' right to make a choice for themselves, even if you don't like it, EJ. That's how liberty works. You fat, stupid simpleton. Uh, when one media member asked him what religion he practices, Provorov we're talking right again, uh, Provorov answered Russian Orthodox. Wednesday night on the National Hockey League Network, Herdek, Said he found the comments disrespectful. They sounded pretty damn respectful to me. The man said, I don't have a problem with anybody. I respect everybody, their choices, but I've got to make a choice here, and this is the one I made. What could be more respectful, EJ? Seriously, what could be more respectful? Do you even know what the word respectful means? You can disagree with somebody and respect them. You can actually disagree with them and have zero respect for them because EJ, I never heard of you before, but I got to be honest, whatever respect I would have had for you is a race because of your totalitarian sounding uh, dictatorial there. Basically, you want to wish death upon people. They should be kidnapped and forced to fight any war if they say something that you disagree with and you claim to be tolerant, don't you? Good going, EJ. That's that's really, 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 really good. Uh, Ivan Provorov, this is EJ, Mr. Tolerance talking, can get on a plane any day he wants and go back to a place where he feels more comfortable. Well, wait a minute. Aren't, aren't uh, people on the right when they say, you know, maybe uh, the little ball of hate, Elon Omar, that maybe she should go back to Somalia if she doesn't like America, because she clearly hates America. When they say, why don't you just go back to, to where you came from? If you don't like it here, people like EJ get all offended and call them mean people. But EJ thinks he should be the one determining who stays and who goes. Talk about supremacist views, EJ. Why don't you find a mirror? If you can find one broad enough to fit your fat face on. But again, Ivan Provorov can get on a plane any day he wants and go back to a place where he feels more comfortable. Take less money. Get on with his life that way. If it's that problematic for him, EJ said. Huh. Well, apparently the problem here is with you, EJ. The league is back to player. The coach back to player. I'm sure his teammates probably back to player. Uh, maybe you think going woke will launch your career. Maybe someone will give you your own talk show or something. I mean, let's face it, this America today a lot of stupid liberals and leftists are on podcasts and here and there exercising their right to make idiots of themselves. Maybe, maybe MSNBS will hire you and you can be Joy Reid's love slave or something. Uh, the NHL analyst explained that Provorov, who's 26, came to North America when he was 16 years old to play junior hockey in Canada. So he should be used to the cultural differences compared to his home country of Russia. Well, shouldn't you, EJ, be, I don't know, familiar with the cultural differences? Shouldn't you have respect for different cultures, EJ? No, everyone else should, but you're perfect, right? If this is that much of a problem for him to maybe assimilate into his group of teammates, how do you know what his his relationship with his teammates are? I bet his teammates all applaud him. I bet every one of them would agree with him. And even if they don't, they'd probably be respectful toward him. So who the hell are you, Mr., Mr. NHL analyst? Who the hell are you exactly to say what the culture of their locker room is or what the players think or to speak for them? And don't you understand what liberty means, idiot? It means and tolerance. Yeah, tolerance means you actually have to hear things you disagree with, and don't uh, don't condemn somebody to be di- to die in a war or be kicked out of the country, or to be forced to fight in a war. That's not exactly tolerance, EJ. Uh, let me see. Uh, you can feel any way you want, EJ. Added, if it bothers you that much, there's always a chance to leave. Again, you can disagree, but you have to then leave the country. Wow, how tolerant, how inclusive, how tolerant, how sensitive, how hypocritical is what it really is. Uh, E.J. Hardak brought up Russia's invasion of Ukraine and suggested Provorov quit hockey in the NHL and fight in the war. Go back to where you feel more comfortable. It seems like he feels comfortable. He made a statement. He said, I don't disrespect anybody. I have respect for them. I I choose to do it this way. Sounds really tolerant, EJ. Maybe you should have an adult read the definition of tolerance and inclusion for you. Because being forced to support a cause or an ideology that you don't agree with, that's not tolerating. That's not tolerance. That's uh, that's a form of dictator- dictatorialism. So you don't you don't grasp it, do you, Mister NHLM Analyst? I understand. He said there's a conflict of of shorts. I'm sure he meant of sorts going on over there. Maybe get involved. So again. You don't want to wear an NFL NHL pride jersey to warm-ups because it has a rainbow symbol and you're a religious person and you feel it kind of violates your religious beliefs, so you choose not to wear it. The league says that's okay. Your coach says you're a great guy. Your teammates apparently all support you. Everything's good. Uh, but this clown thinks that you should be forced to go fight in a war in a different country. Wow. Uh, Clay Travis tweeted about this. Uh, He writes, NHL analyst says on the NHL network that if Philly Flyers Provorov doesn't want to wear the pro-LGBTQ uniform, he should leave America, go back to Russia, and fight in a war against Ukraine. The tolerant left. Holy shit. Holy shit indeed. Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And I was going to play the audio of this idiot on the NHL network, but uh, the volume is, is screwed up. You couldn't understand it. So think about that. The left tolerance. The left loves tolerance. They tell us every day, every second of every minute of every hour of every day of our lives. We hear how tolerant they are, how they preach tolerance, preach tolerance, preach tolerance. But they are the most intolerant people I can, literally, as I can think of on the planet Earth. There is no tolerance with them. There is total agreement, a total surrender to them, total acceptance of what they tell you to say and believe. Everybody better hit a knee right now or else. That's the less version of tolerance. And Mr. NHL Analyst, I guess that's what he's about to. Again, EJ... You have a fat face. You're an idiot. And you better learn what America's really about. Because one day you're going to say the wrong thing. And guess what? Somebody may, may be demanding you get your stupid fat ass on a plane and go fight in a war. How'd that be, EJ? I bet you'd piss your pants in record time. This is Doug Hagen for the Delegator Block. I'm done for the day. God bless you. God bless America. If you're left, you just ain't right. And go Gators. Be good, my friends. You want to be a financial contributor to this incredible, incredible podcast. (laughs) I love it. Trust me. I love me. But if you want to do that, go to anchor, anchor Hagen. There'll be a financial page there and you can become a monthly contributor. You pick the amount. There you go. Um. I'm also looking for something other than PayPal to set up so you can give donations to that because PayPal has done some, some kind of crappy things, kind of intolerant things uh, of late. So I want to do somebody else, but it's, it's tough for me to wrap my mind around how some of these uh, technological things work. But I'm working on that. Any suggestions, go to the delegator.net, leave a comment. doesn't matter where it is. Leave a comment on any post. Say, Hey, Dumbass. Use this. Use that service. Use this one and make a suggestion. God bless y'all, my friends. Take care. Be good. Do everyone a favor. Be truly tolerant today. Truly tolerant. Meaning disagree with somebody and doesn't mean they have to go fight in a war because they said something that you don't like. All the left. The hypocrisy reigns. God bless y'all, my friends. Talk to you. minyana